what's up? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> All right, turn up. Delicate Dominance Podcast, back for another week, another episode. 22, 222. Two, two, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, 22, 22nd episode, getting up there. Yes, back again. It's yes. Otto and Queen P. Thank y'all for tuning back in. Thank you. Welcome back. I hope y'all all came back. Please keep returning. Yeah. Holy. Safely and soundly. Right, safely and soundly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. y'all enjoying this weather? Y'all going outside? I'm going outside. Is you going outside? Yeah. I've been going outside. Yeah, I've been going outside, getting a little fresh air, whatever, on breaks and shit from, um, you know, just like working from home or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's been refreshing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. how was your week, it's though? It's vitamin D. Uh, I'm talking about the sun. I'm talking about the sun. I'm like, oh, hello. Hi there. It was, you said it so suggestive. I did, but I really was talking about the sun. <laughs> but the other thing ain't bad, though. Hey, wink, wink, okay. bitch. I think they both go hand in hand. Hello. Um, But you said, how was my week? Yeah, how was your week? I had a good week. I... Like I said, I feel like I've been outside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It feels good. The weather is finally done. Broke, broke. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Country slowly opening back up. Slowly yeah. and for surely. And I always mm-hmm. notice that whenever it, the weather break, it be like one week I'm putting my kids in jackets and pants. And the next week it's like, oh, throw all those pants away. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Um, Till it hit 10 o'clock, then it get chilly. Exactly. <laughs> chilly baby hairs. <laughs> But, you know, I just was been ripping and running and, you know what I'm saying, still dealing with the situation that I had uh, brought up last week mm-hmm. that I'm still not going to talk about because okay, it's still on. not settled so and it's... I don't want to burn no bread on it. Okay. So, I'm um, still dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, me and uh, one of my chicken heads had barbecued and shit. Okay. And um, that was fun. And then me and you kind of got a little... Got a little escape time going. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty dope too. That was a uh, good to like just kind of chill and relax or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying with some cool people and kind of just decompress, yeah. unwind, and just get out of the hustle and bustle of like having to work, work, work and do shit. Yeah, and, and get actually shit done. just socialize. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just let loose. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You notice how? And I think I felt it. I think you felt too. Like if I, it felt like it. It's been a long time since right. we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Been in a social setting, you know? Yeah, for sure. Especially, yeah, this quarantine shit, yeah, I feel like it's been forever. Yes. I mean, three months is a long time, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? To, yeah, to be in the house, yes, yeah. for sure. And to mm-hmm. not be able to just sit down and actually, you know what I'm saying, um, talk with a group of people, you know what I'm saying? Right. Just throw stupid-ass ideas back and forth, you know? Right. I like shit like that, yeah. so... Let me tell you that the traffic getting there was a bitch, okay? Mm. Shouts out to fucking Seven Mile. <laughs> seven Mile was crazy. Seven Mile was crazy as hell getting there on a fucking Thursday. I what's swear it, it, it looked, was, yeah. I swear it looked like the fucking Super Bowl out there. I'm like, what is going on out here? Why is there so much fucking traffic at 11 o'clock at night on a Thursday? Because Where are y'all niggas going? Out. They was just out. It was nice. It was out. I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah nobody literally had a destination. Everybody looked like they was just riding. I never saw nobody pull up. It was the same cars I was riding with right. from the start of Seven Mile <laughs> to the end of Seven Mile. Nobody stopped to do shit. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that was pretty cool, though. Sitting, chilling, chillaxing, relaxing on that. But yeah, it was. Yeah. And how was your week besides our little chill session? Because, you know, we always going to have fun when we chill. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was pretty cool. Um, you know, did that or whatever. Uh, got an update on the 
uh, weirdo shit that I was talking about last week with the um, lady that was coming up to the desk at my job at the hotel. Will starting that shit. Yeah, the, uh, on that bullshit. The, mm-hmm. na- the narcotic, head, the flock of heads. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was off. That was a uh, came up there, twitching and shaking and shivering and shaking on the, <laughs> on pavement. the pavement. Yeah, <laughs> this bitch. So yeah, real quick, she just came up there and was just acting real weird or whatever like that. Whoop de whoop, whatever. So. Turns out she ends up stealing about seven hundred dollars worth of shit from our hotel. Not seven hundred. People, we found out though, the bitch was swerving and driving on the street to the point where the police starts to follow her Mm-mm. and watches her basically hit the median in the street and pulls her over. Now, mind you, she already got other warrants and shit like that off of her arrest, and she driving under some sort of influence. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with her. I think last week we uh we concluded we logically deduced that it was heroin. Yeah, or something. Yeah, some, some sort. Cause yeah, she just was acting just real unstable. And heroin is that shit. You don't you can't really drive on heroin. You know what I'm saying? Cause you'll nod the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, this bitch was just driving so wild and rowdy. The police just randomly was like, "Yeah, her get that bitch." I don't know why she would be trying that in the city that that shit was in anyway. Exactly. She was actually brave. That's that. That's that. Privilege. Yeah. So. Cause a a nigga would never. Never ever ever uh, try. Niggas don't even want to drive sober in that city. Right. <laughs> so. They pull her over or whatever like that. I know it looks so pretty. Mm-hmm. Oh, we just looking at our little incense. Oh, how cute. Setting the mood. Yeah, setting the mood. It's so therapeutic. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, long story short, the police pulls her over or whatever because her wild, rambunctious ass driving. They pull her over, get to search in the car. Start pulling out all types of shit from our hotel. <laughs> Towels, robes, mm. washcloths, mm. lamps, <laughs> all types of shit in there. They gives us a call like, hey, you know, it's a woman that has all hotel shit. You know, I ain't going to mention the hotel name, but has blank, blank hotel, you know, shit or whatever like that. So they call and give us the report or whatever. So, you know, all the girls and shit that work the front desk or whatever, they dramatic as hell coming back telling management like, oh, my God, we got robbed. We got robbed, y'all. We got robbed. Oh, oh, no. So they tell them that or whatever. The fucking engineer decides he didn't want to, um, like, press charges or do anything about the shit because he would essentially be admitting that the fact that she robbed us was his fault because mm-hmm. of this weird-ass protocol that they got set up the way that they, you know, do our rooms or whatever. Uh-huh. But I ain't going to get all off into that. But Right. And basically, he kind of just tells, you know, the head of our hotel, like, yeah, she stole that shit out of the room she was in. Like, no, she stole it out of several rooms, and it was kind of your fault because you didn't leave the room secure. But, again, we're not going to get off into that, but, yeah. Uh. So, yeah, she stole all of our shit out of the hotel, out of several rooms, and that was just basically the dynamics to it. But you ain't shit if you want to try to take that TV. <laughs> right. Taking washcloths and shit. And that's what I'm saying. Like, $700 worth of shit just didn't come out of one room unless you stole the TV, you right. know? Right. But my friends are funny, know, though. Mark, you know they be marking them robes up. They be like, this robe here was $300. <laughs> oh, right. This be a fucking Terry Cloth ass robe. Mm-hmm. From Kmart and shit. Mm-hmm. But my friend, I was telling her the story or whatever like that. She so damn funny talking about some C. They don't never want to listen to the black girl. You said that bitch wasn't up to no good. I'm like, yeah. hello. <laughs> talk, talk to her. Because I know what a no good motherfucker look like. Okay. okay. One of the traces you cleaning out your fucking car at 5 in the morning in a parking lot of a hotel for no reason. Right. Trying to make room for all that shit you about to Not steal. Not to mention that you high. Yeah, you high as fuck. <laughs> Look at, looking for keys. Yeah, help me find my keys. Let me get my room. I'm like, no. Fuck out of here. So, That's 
That's just the weird shit that I don't want to deal with this summer working there. So like, I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not for it. Mm. Yeah, but I yeah. feel you. I wouldn't be for that shit either. For that the shenanigans. Yeah, foolery. Yeah. But yeah, that was that on that. Okay, okay. That was the dynamics of my week. I just thought that shit was funny as hell. Yeah, funny, you know. That's And an update, I love an update. Right. <laughs> an unexpected update, too. Right. They kept telling me. I'm like, wait, what? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so did y'all get it back? You did that shit back. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they went through the process of going to get the stuff. They especially like, since they didn't press any the charges. and shit. Keep it. Right. Oh, but if it was a, a black motherfucker, um, they'd huh? pressed all the charges. I put that they'd nigga under, them under the jail. Themselves. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, this nigga stole a pen? A writing pen? Uh, Throw the book him. at him. Get his ass. Throw the book at him. Yeah. So... Okay, so I'm glad to hear that, you know what I'm saying? You know, kind of eventful, but not bad. Yeah, know? it wasn't too bad. Yeah. I just thought that was just a little weird, but. Yeah. Yeah, so what we getting into today? Okay, we're going to talk for a second. Our current uh, event is about Doja Cat. Yeah, let's delve into that because we said we was going to double back around and get on her ass yeah. while we was. Uh, we glazed over and her. Yeah, uh-huh. while we was uh, delving into the movement. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we ain't forgot about you, Kitty. Meow. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, first of all, how do you feel about Doja Cat? But before all this happened, or uh, yeah, uh, I really didn't feel any way about her. her I'm, not music gonna, or... I'm not gonna say I was a super fan or anything like that. You know, I did, um, you know, like her with little feature and everything like that. And you know, she had a couple of straight tracks or whatever, but. Never was a super fan, but never had any ill will toward her or thought anything bad about her either. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. But then just all this wild stuff started coming out. And the way that it was presented to me, it was just so all over the place. It was like, all right, well, now we got this. Now we got that. And did you hear she said this? And we got her on video doing this, saying this, right. saying that. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? How did you feel about her? Um, I thought she was a little weird. Uh, and that weirdness threw me off because you know when it come to my I'm I'm just pretty monotonous when it come to my hip hop and rap and shit like that you know what I'm saying I like a hard ass bitch you know what I'm saying okay so yeah and I don't, I don't mind a little weird bitch yeah I don't it's not that's not really my thing so I didn't like her like that but she has come out with a few songs that I liked and uh, I like that girl Rico Nasty she a weirdo kinda but yeah, I, like I like Rico her Nasty, yeah. yeah. And, you know, she had that song, Tia Tamara, with Rico Nasty. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I didn't really like her, but I didn't dislike her. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now, um, so what we have coming out about um, Doja Cat is uh, basically, um, you know, she half black, half white. And I kind of, you know what I'm saying, hear that she kind of identify with the... She pretty much identified with the white side more than she do the black side. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she been seen in some chat rooms just, you know, basically, it's not like, when I look into it, it's not like she just doing some blatant, just disrespectful shit. It's just weird-ass behavior. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. some of those chat rooms were like white supremacy, KKK, yeah, all, group, yeah. Yeah, all of that shit. And with you being half black. Your mom or dad, whichever one is, of the, the dad is black? Okay. When you do that type of shit, do you take him into consideration? Like, hey, half of the reason why you here is because of the side that you're trying to denounce, you know? But he wasn't in her life. 
I mean, he still I mean, yeah, I know, but see, and it's still it, a part of you. We gonna get into this a little later, but I hate when it be shit like that. When it be a mixed motherfucker with a white mom and a black dad, and a black dad done left. So it's like justification almost for your bullshit. Yeah, for, for niggas ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. So yeah, like I said, I don't like black people because my dad left. You know what I'm saying? See, but the thing, I hate that shit, and it's often. Yeah, it is often. And, and the thing, and shit, you know, I know about that personally. You know what I'm saying? With having an absent dad and things like that, but you can choose to either take that and learn from it and be a better person and not hold animosity towards that, or you can let that get the best of you and say, hey, since this person did this to me, I'm gonna denounce this side of me, or I'm gonna make. Right. Any person that's even similar to this person that did me wrong feel like shit, you know? But it's, I think it's really intense when it's a mixed person, you know what I'm saying? Because not only do you create disdain for that person, that other person that left, it's like, okay, with all the ne- negative stereotypes about black people and that subject, it's like, you, yeah, you like all the other niggas. I'm not like niggas because, you know what I'm saying? I'm like right. my mom because I grew up with her. You did that nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? It, right. it kind of feed into that. I hate that yeah. shit. Yeah. But it is a reality. You know it, what I'm saying? It, de- it definitely is. It is reality. Now, I do want to point out saying that because black dads these days are a hundred percent better than they was oh, for when sure. we was growing up. Like niggas is sticking around for their kids now. Mm-hmm. They are. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if we just maybe seeing them in the beginning stages and they gonna drift off later. I don't think so. But niggas is for for the most part yeah. sticking around for their kids yeah. nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But regardless if they with their mom or not. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's what's up because back then, you know what I'm saying, all you hear about is motherfuckers that who don't really fuck with their dad or don't know their dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, what era is that? Because it's also a large percentage of when I see older couples and everything like that, like, they grow old together, you know, they die together or one die for the other. Like, damn, we've been married for 50 years or 40 years. And, you know what I'm saying? I, I see, uh, you know, a lot of that, too. So, which era, like, what what point in time did the dads start to... I feel like... Not be there, you this know? Is what, this is what an older person... Matter of fact, my... uh. Of my motherfucking American history teacher, I think he was. Mm-hmm. Saw that nigga recently. He black. Yeah, I'm black. Saw that nigga recently, and you know he he just had a smart ass mouth. You know what I'm saying? His name was Mr. Martin, and he was like, "See, you know what the problem is? We failed y'all. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Our generation failed y'all. Them damn boomers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's that's the the grandma. That would be you know. Well, he a little younger. He like 20 years younger than my grandma. Okay. But I think. Our grandma's generation failed our parents, so our parents' generation was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then now, our, me and your generation is kind of trying to rebuild that yeah. now. You know, but he said, he was like, our generation kind of dropped the ball. That's what he said. Mm. And um, if you think about it, it, it kind of... You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. If they didn't raise their kids right, then their kids couldn't be proper parents to us. Yeah. So it's like a continuous cycle until someone breaks it. Exactly. So a lot of people our age did not have no daddy around. You know what I'm saying? Daddy just wasn't there. And mine was, you know what I'm saying? Not to say that my, my daddy was always there. But a lot of people, yours, you know what I'm saying, primarily wasn't there. Very absent. Very, very absent. (laughs) But I feel like our generation with the internet and all of that shit is so, you know what I'm saying, it's tech, tech, 
the logically advanced and um you know just more more self-aware and self-reflective so i don't think it's as easy for them to just say fuck their kids you know so i mean that's an advantage but you know circling back doja cat black daddy was not there and she don't really seem to embrace her black side like that i heard somebody say that she said something like you know, yeah, unfortunately, I'm black, but at least I'm thick. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, mm. that's the only good thing I get from being black is I can be thick. You know what I'm saying? And, you know. Mm. But, uh, yeah, her just, you know what I'm saying, going in these alt-right things. When they saying she was going in the alt, alt-right chat room, I thought she was saying shit like, yeah, I hate niggers. I, you know what I'm saying? But she was calling them niggers. You know what I'm saying? Like, shut up, nigger. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And it's like... What for? You right. know what I'm saying? Well, if even no, I was gonna say even if you grew up primarily or you're you um you know you 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 identify more as a white person, right? Calling other white people nigga is still ain't that kind of weird? I mean, I don't know because I don't be around all white people, but if it's a group of alt white people, alt right people, they don't call each other nigger as derogatory terms, do they? Not that I know of, but because that's I basically can't, what that was. Yeah, yeah, I can't confirm more than that. But yeah, that mm. that sounded a little weird, mm. you know. But we're basically saying she was just doing weird ass shit, and it was just it was attention seeking, pretty much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was attention seeking. And yeah, and she what about 24 now? So when all that Damn, was going really? on, she yeah. Yeah, so when all that was going on, she was even younger. Oh, no, some of these videos was really, really, really recent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know some, yeah, I saw mm-hmm. one of them that they said was posted, like, February of this year. Mm. And, yeah, shit like that. But, I mean, even still, even at 24, you know, you young and you have room to make errors and mistakes, things like that. It's not really the things that you do, more so is how you learn from it and how right. you recover and right. how you able to really rectify the situation and really kind of say, damn, you know, I made a mistake, I fucked up. What can I do to remedy it? You know? So has she put out a statement? Yeah, she did. Oh, what'd she say? Uh, I don't really remember the dynamics of it, but she just basically was saying, like, you know, anybody she offended, she apologized, and, you know, she was just doing it for whatever reason, she said. I don't really know the specific apology or whatever, but she, she did make a statement about it. Because it, at, at a certain point, especially with how social media is right now and the cancel culture and all that mm-hmm. bullshit, you really kind of don't have a choice. You know, people right. people stay saying wild shit and apologizing you know what I'm saying? The next day or the next right, week or whatever right. like that once it's leaked, you know? Which which is hard to kind of differentiate if it's genuine or not. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, are you right. sorry for real or are you just sorry that you got caught? Right. And you know? when people manage you. Yeah. So, first of all, the hashtag is funny as hell. The Doja Cat is over party. Yeah. I <laughs> that shit is funny. Why are they, why is it the Doja Cat is over party? Over party. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who be starting that shit. That, that shit, shit is, is funny. funny. <laughs> but do you feel like after... Okay, after, I mean, we had already talked about us debunking, debunking, canceling shit anyway last week. Yeah. Do you feel like she should have been canceled? Uh, I ain't gonna say canceled completely. Only because if you... If you are making a mistake... Mistakes can be forgiven, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to if you just had no remorse, like, yeah, bitch, I said it and I still stand by it. Fuck y'all. Fuck niggas. And that's just that on that, you know. But if you really seem genuine and you can really sort of, 
you know, just show and prove that you're not really that sort of person. And you continue to put music that's fire out, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, she has a nice song out yeah. right now. And yeah. if you could do that, I think that you can kind of, uh, you know, kind of navigate the situation and kind of make it so that it's not so bad. Because niggas will never forget. Mm-hmm. And you always have that couple, those couple no, of people. No, niggas will forget. No, you always have those couple of people that. Uh, a couple people. But yeah. The- uh, that sprinkle of people that's going to always be like, oh, yeah, bitch, we'll never forget that your ass was, you know, talking that bullshit back then. But I think that you can. Kind of gain control of the situation and they're not 100% ruin you. So, uh, I, I don't know about cancel because everybody's so wishy-washy and shit. The cancel shit will fuck around and not even be a thing with just time going by, you right. know? So, I, I say suspend her. But not sus- just suspend her, you know what I'm saying, because she was blatantly wrong. Just suspend her because, yeah, just, she... She young as hell, you know what I'm saying? Right. Take the spotlight off her for for I'm not saying don't listen to her music. Well, you okay in that case, no. no I don't so think she should... everything. You don't listen to her. She she gotta feel she gotta feel the suffering. And the worst way she can feel it is through them pockets and through them low streaming numbers. Okay, so, so I don't know if I feel like she should be suspended. Be I because I just feel like she don't know who the, she young as fuck. She twenty four. You right. know what I'm saying? She don't know who the fuck she is. She don't know. You know what I'm saying? Right. She done probably grew up, and then I hear that her mama ain't shit either. So she really probably conflicted just, and yeah. fucked mm-hmm. up. So you know? Confused. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. She just needs to, you know, you know, like you don't gotta just get suspended, but you gotta go sit down with some very pro-black woman and, yeah. you know what i'm saying and a pro-black white woman you know what i'm saying sit down with them and you know what i'm saying talk to them maybe yeah. you know something like that you know what i'm saying but see, i don't think she should be over but see here's the thing though the suspension thing is you know like i said the cancel thing that that'll fucking run and not even be a thing no more so maybe not cancel but i can kind of get with her being quote-unquote suspended mm-hmm. only because regardless to if you young or you know, inexperienced or anything like that. In your mind, if you're a able-bodied individual with no actual issues, like where you're mentally, you know, possibly retarded, mm-hmm. you know what you're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and you know what you're doing is wrong. Basically, especially since you're doing it possibly because of your father being absent, and you're doing this as kind of like a thing to denounce him. So, because of the fact that you did it and it might be a mistake, you still know that it's wrong. You know what I mean? I don't know if, if I feel like she know that she was wrong. But if you're doing it to, quote unquote, get back at or, you know, denounce your father because he wasn't there for you and you're I mean, expressing I don't think your that anger, was... you, you know that what you're doing and what you're saying is wrong. You know what I maybe, mean? Maybe she wasn't doing it like, yeah, I'm doing this to spite him, but maybe she's just really angry and don't know how to deal with it and that's how it comes out right. you know so maybe she didn't purposely like you know what i'm saying like i'm just gonna say this shit because fuck this nigga you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. maybe she just feel like i don't understand why he wasn't there so fuck that nigga and this is how i feel you know what i'm saying but getting online and calling other people out of their name and you know degrading other people you know it's wrong you know what i mean yeah regardless of what your daddy did to you or whatever you know that that's wrong yeah. one they're not the people that did this shit to you. They're not your father. Whatever issues that you got going on with your father need to be directed towards him and him only. Well, shit. Anybody I, else that's collateral damage, essentially, yeah, that's I, wrong. I'm going to say, these was white motherfuckers, so you can't, you know what I'm saying? 
these was white people that she was talking to crazy like that. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, but shit, even same talking. What the white people, what, what the motherfuckers that's in the chat room do to her personally. Now, if you want to get on, off, if I mean, you want to, if you want to get right group anyway, it ain't like it's kumbaya and that bitch anyway. Right. You but if you, saying? but if you want to get in they ass because of what they doing or whatever like that, then okay. But like going in there and just saying that shit because you feel a way about your black side or whatever like that, or you are angry or you spewing out your emotions or your feelings because of how you feel about your father and shit is the wrong part. Now, if you're going in there and standing up like, oh, I'm half black or whatever like that, y'all shouldn't be saying X, Y, and Z, then okay, that's you taking up for your heritage and your side that's African-American. But if you're just going there and calling everybody derogatory names for the fuck of it for really no substantial reason, that's the wrong part. So, you feel me? So, okay. So, you think she intentionally was like, I know what I'm doing when I'm doing it, what I, when I do this. I mean, I believe she yeah, has some sort of conscious knowledge about it. Okay. Yeah. Because for the most part, I think she's just a dumbass bitch. And, you know what I'm saying, ain't developed a proper filter yet, you know. But I I, I understand, you know what I'm saying, not giving her that, that benefit of the doubt of being stupid. And, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. being just, you know what I'm saying. That, I, I understand that too. Yeah, but. but see, when I was reading about it, though, I, I don't even remember what the fuck I had seen about it, but I didn't remember hearing her calling white people niggers. I just remember her, um, I don't know if I think I remember her reading something about her in there tagging along or going along with the racist shit that was being said. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just kind of, I'm a little bit thrown off and confused about what she was actually doing in there, but... Whatever the fuck she was doing in there, the shit's shaky and the shit is weird, you know? It was attention seeking, period. You right. know what I'm saying? We can we can agree with that. Whatever it was, if it was if she was, you know what I'm saying, on whatever aspect that she was on with that shit, it was attention seeking. Mm-hmm. I know what I heard, she was, you know what I'm saying, just kinda cladly dressed in a little chat or whatever. It was like maybe like nine people other white people. And I heard her say something like to them like, Shut up, nigger or something, something. Oh yeah, and she had a song that she re- wrote didn't in 2015. Do- didn't do nothing, yeah. which is a racist slur mocking victims of police brutality. And now, okay. bitch, you know that shit is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right. But did you did were you aware of how big a didn't do was? I heard. Yeah, you knew it was a derogatory term. Yeah, I didn't know it was a derogatory because it was term. supposed to be a thing to where when niggas get shot or get fucked up by the police. Somebody always coming to the news or coming to the camera telling me something. Uh-uh, he didn't. He didn't do nothing. He didn't do nothing like that. Yeah, I that was supposed to be that. like a the whole thing. I never knew that. So yeah, just just a bunch of weird ass, shaky ass behavior. Whatever the fuck she was doing in there, it it wasn't. Yeah, she she needs some racial sensitivity mm-hmm. training. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She probably don't realize. You know what I'm saying? You you what you really don't realize is that the motherfuckers that you was in that group chat with probably laughing at your ass. At your dumb bitch, ass. You're a nigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? You, no, you're really a nigger. And they don't eyes. see you as a white person. They see you as a nigger. Yeah, yeah. One drop rule, bitch. It don't matter black. how white you look. You you also look black. Yeah. And you're a nigger. You're not gonna be like, oh, you more white than black. Nope, nigger. Yeah. Uh, and and don't really look all that white. Just like a light skinned chick. Honestly, exactly. to me, you're I don't right. know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, but yeah, so um. Just to wrap that up, Doja. <laughs>
Because we told you we was coming back around to get on your ass, right. bitch. We ain't forgotten no. We told you. <laughs> but, yeah, just um, yeah, just go ahead and just get a, I don't know, get a few black friends or, you know what I'm saying, shadow some black people around in their life or something. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think, you know what I'm saying, from what I hear, she grew up around white people with white people experiences, you know? Yeah. So. It may even help her to see a positive black father or father figure, somebody who's actually in their kid's mm-hmm. life. And so she could see like, hey, you know, I know what your dad did to you. Your dad, you know, may have left you, but not all black fathers is that. It's just the one that your mom happened to pick. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. So. Right. So, yeah, Doja. So, yeah, you need to you need to uh, sit the, sit out for a second. You know what I'm saying? Just. You know, take the time to think and reflect. And, yeah, you know, if you need to talk to somebody as far as like a physical therapist, I mean, a, um, you know, a therapist or shit like that, or anybody that can kind of help you sort out whatever issues that you may have, animosity that you may have, I always recommend that, you know? Right. But us here at Dale Dime, <laughs> <laughs> we won't cancel you. You're not canceled, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably on a lightweight suspension, right. but not, not canceled. Right. Get your, get your shit together, though, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we on your ass. We watching everything you put out now, bitch. All right. You made any donations to the to the uh, to free the protesters, bitch? No, I'm playing. <laughs> right. <laughs> For real. Because who did? Somebody did recently. We were just talking about it. Um, there's been a few people. Um, the proceeds from uh, Nicki Minaj and Takashi Six Nine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, don't even, don't even. You can edit that shit out. Ah, uh-uh, no, <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, cause we ain't. Yeah, Nikki did it. She we did gonna, it. We gonna just proceed and just donate to them. You know what I'm saying? If y'all, if y'all seen that shit, don't watch that fucking video. Just go ahead, go straight to the link and donate to 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 the actual to the thing. shit directly. Don't right. watch that fucking video, and that's it. Yes, we're not even gonna do that, huh? We're not even gonna do nope. that. Nope. <laughs> next. All right. Well, next thing. Well. <laughs> okay. So yeah, today. We are talking about, since we, you know what I'm saying, talked about Doja Cat a little bit, we're talking about the topic of self-hate, yeah, which is very, very prevalent in the black community because everybody hate black people. Oh my God. Yeah. And and I kind of want to just delve a little bit into like forgetting where you come from and your roots and everything like that too, mm-hmm. just because it, it's kind of all, you know, in the same, yeah, yeah. in conjunction with each other, so... Yeah, so what what, is, what are your thoughts on, like, self-hate? Like, where do you think the self-hate comes from? How do you think a person gets to be that way as far as hating where they come from, hating who they are? Um, I Okay, I hate to sound cliche, mm. but I really believe that it comes from slavery. You know okay. what I'm saying? Just the whole setup of slavery. You know what I'm saying? With right. the whole, you know, just, you know, these y'all niggas lead. Y'all niggas live in these poor ass quarters. The lighter skin niggas get to stay in the house. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They get treated a little bit better. So the people outside end up hating those motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, they want you to turn on each other. You know what I'm saying? If who who escaped, let me know. When did they escape? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So then you end up either telling on your mans or you get, end up talking to a nigga like, what you gonna escape for? You know what I'm saying? Because because you don't, you know, just 
they turned us on each other. You know what I'm saying? T- or tell me when this nigga escaped. Or you know what I'm saying? So you know, Kenya Barrett shit on black as fuck exactly. because of slavery. Exactly. <laughs> Period. I believe that's where that shit came from. You know what I'm saying? But you, we just have been systematically turned on each other, and it's not just us just innately hating ourselves. You know right. what I'm saying? We actually we systematically been turned on ourselves. And if I'm, if I don't like you, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I was trying to hate you, you look just like me. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, you know what I mean. So I hate me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But you don't realize what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm constantly, daily trying to do shit to reverse that. You know? All right. But it's a seed that's been purposely planted. Right. Yeah, definitely agree with that. And, um, you know, in connection to it, I do believe that, you know, slavery and slave mentalities connect and affect how we come up and how we live just on the shit that we see from day to day, too. You know, so even going back to what you were talking about as far as like the house niggas and, you know, being a certain color or complexion or whatever like that it kind of spews over into your neighborhood coming up. What you see on TV, what you are around in your neighborhoods, you know? When you are a kid and you're growing up and you're around a certain amount of people, there are things that you are teased for and berated for that you really can't help, you know? Mm -hmm. Like hair texture, skin color, you know, the way you look, your genetic makeup, you know, where you're from, the way your house may look, you know, your parents, who they are, what they're about, you know, their class as far as, you know, lower, middle, upper, whatever like that. And kids, of course, not knowing a lot of things about their history and not even really being able to comprehend certain things mm-hmm. that happen are going to go off and be connected to that. Yeah. So, you know, even simple shit, you know, slavery shit instills kids, instills shit in kids subconsciously. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm a kid and I'm growing up and I'm seeing certain shit on TV or, you know, I'm labeling certain shit as this class or that class or whatever. If you're a kid, you're going to go off of that. Mm -hmm. And depending on the type of kid that you are, you're going to make people feel or other kids feel less than for not being that, you know, like Mm -hmm. the whole light and dark skin thing, the whole hair texture thing, which is, you know, weirdly enough, still kind of a thing today. I mean, it is kind of being debunked a little bit more now, especially with the movement that's happening at this time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when you are younger and you can't really process the deep roots of things and you don't really know how to go about self-acceptance and being able to be proud of where you come from, you literally are living your life based off of what other people have to say mm-hmm. or what they think right. or what you see or, you know, how you as a person are perceived. Like, are you perceived as poor, rich, mm-hmm. middle, you know, light, mm-hmm. dark, attractive, not attractive? And I think that that kind of plants the seed also. Mm-hmm growing up and gives you a subconscious you know issue as far as that within you you know yeah and with, along with that it's hard to it's hard to love yourself as a black person when in school in in school I, me we went to the same schools you you think that the beginning of your existence is from slaves. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's fucked up to tell somebody. You derived 
from slaves. Like, yeah, um, the beginning, you think the beginning of your people is niggas dirty as hell in chains being beat and fucking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and serving masters and shit like that, being sold, being, yeah. How, how can you feel any positive way about yourself when you think, you know what I'm saying? You From the beginning, you're taught that you weren't ever shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They never, they don't go back and be like, well, when y'all was in Africa, y'all was kings and queens and you know what I'm saying? Y'all, you know what I'm saying? Living life in this way and then you were brought here and put into slavery. You know what I'm... Mm-hmm. I never heard it. I, I I remember Middle Passage brought y'all niggas here, slaves. Right. That's it. I don't remember hearing nothing else beyond that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you... When you... You can't... You can't even really do shit if you don't know where the fuck you came from. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can't progress in life. You know what I'm saying? That's how... Adopted people be like kind of lost, and you know what I'm saying they don't know shit about themselves. You know what I'm saying because they don't know where the fuck they came from. You know what I'm saying if you cut that shit off, like it's a systematic thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's not by it's not a coincidence that black people just happen to hate themselves or each other. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's designed this way. Yeah. So from the beginning they tell us we not shit you know what I'm saying or, so you just you know subconsciously you, you probably outwardly be like yeah that ain't true we shit we shit you know what I'm saying yeah. but it really is how you be like yeah we not shit and never will be you know yeah. Yeah, and and like when I was a kid and shit like that, they didn't really delve off into a lot of like slavery as far as like elementary school yeah. but like once you know middle school and up came about that's when they kind of start getting into it so like you know, in elementary school, it just kind of went off of the people that I was around or, you know, what was, you know, being said and what was that based on that, which is kind of also still connected to because if you growing up and seeing a certain thing and and like I said, it, it, it's based off of what you're used to being around, what you're used to, to being put at a high regard, you know. Right, yeah. So it's still basically another slave mentality, but the actual, you know, learning about, you know, slaves and, you know, how they came to be and everything like that. Like it, it didn't, I didn't really learn about it until like middle school and was able to really comprehend and know like what it was, you know? So even still, it was a kind of like a slavery mentality the whole time. But once I got older, I knew where it derived from, you know, and understood it more, you know? Right. So... It is, I don't know, it is, I I feel, you know, weird and cheated a little bit. Because even, you know, throughout that time, not really knowing how to accept and be like, okay, this is, you know, where we came from. But, you know, we are kings and we are queens. Even that little bit of time, not knowing that, not being aware of that, I feel kind of cheated. You know, like, damn. Yeah. You know, yeah. if I'd have knew that back then, you know, I would have been yeah. able to feel your head a, little a little bit better. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. about the situation and mm-hmm. everything. But, yeah, you know, I guess better late than never, you know. Yeah, yeah, better late than never. But never late is better. It's better. better. Uh, let's For go. Real. And, um, I don't know, it's just like, I find myself, it's it's about perspective, too. You know what I'm saying? I think... This is, I feel like this is by design too. As a black person, when you get to a certain, not status, but a certain way of living, not even like 
shit, really. You know what I'm saying? Just if you able to make it, you know what I'm saying? You automatically just look at people that ain't making it and make past judgments on them. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, not saying, you know what I'm saying, me and you per se, but, you know what I'm saying? Let's say somebody would say, you know what I'm saying? motherfuckers, niggas don't want to do shit, but, uh, get cash, cash benefits, and, you know what I'm saying, food stamps, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's all the fuck they want to do. You've heard people say that, you know what I'm saying? Not taking into consideration that maybe this person's parent never got a job, so this person, the child never knew how to get up and just get a job, you know what I'm saying? What they learned is sit in this house all fucking day and... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is what they were taught. This is what they are doing. You know what I'm saying? Not that they're just not a ain't shit ass individual right. on purpose. It's just you know they may saying? not know better, yeah. They may not know better, you know what I'm saying? And so you go and you start passing judgment on motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's when the shit start. That's I think not start, but that's when it start, you know what I'm saying? When you don't even realize that you're being hateful towards yourself and your people. You know right. what I'm saying? Or just you're like, black people so loud or black people always like to fight. You know, you know right. what I'm saying? All of that negative type of shit. Right. When you think about it. Not knowing that we were brought up and bred on having to fight. Right. For being survive. mistreated and mm-hmm. to survive and to, you know, be able to live and have certain things that aren't just given to us on a silver mm-hmm. platter, you know? Or black people so violent, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you think about that, and then you be like, and then you be yourself be like, yeah, you know what? Niggas are violent, but not me. And then you start separating yourself. Yourself from the, yeah. Yeah, and that's when the shit gets real fucked Get up. muddy, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think a way to counteract that is to think, to take all the bad shit and think of it positively. Right. Like... Yeah, black people always want to fight, but you ain't gonna throw these hands, though, bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, 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 you know what I'm you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's primal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all make it seem like that. People make it seem like fighting is just so unusual. No, it's kind of primal. It's kind of like second instinct. You right. know what I'm saying? Some shit jump off, or somebody you feel threatened. Yeah, you, you fucking attack, yeah. or you run away to you protect know what I'm yourself. For sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why is it barbaric or whatever? Just because fight or flight, that's that's life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So because I want to fight and you want to flee, I'm barbaric. You know, no, I'm right. I just go this way instead of that way. Yeah, and that's kind of been one of the positive sides of like social media and things like that. Because you know when we're talking about the confrontational part of shit, a lot of the times we never got the backstory. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. So it would just look as if, okay, right, right. W- what is, is you just being confrontational or did some shit really happen? Like, what what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. If you see one person getting beat the fuck up on, no matter who it is, you're kind of like, well, damn, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you kind of naturally feel like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the yeah. fuck happened? Like, not even sometimes thinking what that person did to deserve that, you know? Right. So that's kind of the beauty of social media. Now you can kind of get the backstory. Like, oh, this person was doing this or saying this or whoop de whoop Okay, you 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 kind of wanted to get your ass beat at right. this point, you know what I mean? Right. 
So exactly. that's the that's the good thing about what and, is happening now. And you know what? I don't care what nobody say. Some ass whoopings are warranted. For sure. You know, you know how they they try to be like you can't just, you know, if someone says something, you can't just act violently. Why the fuck not? I can react whatever way I want to act. Exactly, yeah. And you, you know and nobody has any control over how you react exactly. to a situation. And nobody can tell you what was this, what was that, what was right, what was wrong. It's just whatever the fuck it is, you know? Right. Now, if you reflect on it and you feel a different way about it later on in life or, you know, you figure out, oh, okay, this is, I could have did this or I could have did that, whatever. But in the heat of the moment... You're not thinking rationally in the what ifs and shit like that. You're basically reacting to what the fuck is going on, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that's, that's it. That's human. That's human know? nature. <laughs> it's human. And, and you know what I'm saying? Or you can call it animalistic or whatever, but humans is animals pretty much. And that's just what it is. <laughs> but um, how do we combat potential self hate with like kids growing up, you know? And, and in particular, the generations that we're raising or going to be raising or like those that kind of look to us, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause you mm-hmm. know, sometimes I, I be feeling like a quote unquote big homie, even though I don't have like kids and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But like, what do you, what are some of your suggestions to kind of combat self hate and to, you know, give good, you know, just good positive things as far mm-hmm. as like who we are and where we come from. Race or whatever. Yeah. Well, um, I don't ever think, I can't remember now as a, as an adult, I can't remember having a black talk with my parents you know I don't know if it's because I was a girl or I don't remember having a black talk like you know what you know you black and it's certain things you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. or certain ways or people are gonna you know what I'm saying I don't remember having that talk you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so maybe actually having a talk with you know what I'm saying with kids like you know with our kids like just to let you know before anybody else let you know because I'm your parent let me tell you you're black and that's beautiful and that's awesome and it's so awesome that people are gonna hate you for that you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. they don't understand it you know what i'm saying people don't like shit that they can't understand right um but everybody loves um your culture and everything but at the same time they hate you you know what i'm saying and um it's it's a envious thing. It's not because you're not anything or you're not living up to your potential or you don't live up to society standards. It's really because you're the shit and motherfuckers can't take it. Right. And, you know, you need to be proud that you possess that. You know what I'm saying? But you need to learn how to control it. Mm-hmm. But you need to be proud of your black heritage because, yeah. you know, it's... You know, it's it's jealousy, it's an envy. You know what I'm saying? Not mm-hmm. for no reason. It, if you have to, if you hate something, you know what I'm saying? That's just the strongest love. You know, right? Because if you didn't give a fuck about it, you just would not give no fucks about it. Right. It wouldn't, it wouldn't it no be a, It wouldn't be a thing at all. Yeah. Exactly. But for you to actually put so much passion and everything into something as to hate it, yeah. it has to really mean something to you. Or yeah. It has to really have some effect on you. Yeah, and definitely taking out your time and spending time to even put energy into that for sure. Exactly. Yeah. I believe for me though, um, with that we like me and my mom didn't have the quote unquote. Let me sit you down. You're black, and this is exactly what this means. But with us, it just kind of was a thing to where okay, when you get older, when you get out into this world, especially the workforce, the work environment, you're going to have white people that are going to do X, Y, and Z. Are going to say X, Y, and Z. Are going to try you in this sort of way. Are going to try to 
you know, sometimes really tarnish your character and things like that. So let me just tell you how some of them get down. You said she did tell you that? Yeah. So she was just basically talking about like her experiences mm-hmm. and telling them like, you know, it wasn't like a sit down black versus white and this is the heritage and this is where they come from and where we come from or whatever. But just basically telling me based off her experiences, mm-hmm. you know, like I've had this white person say X, Y, and Z about me because of X, Y, and Z or, you know, because they were threatened or because they didn't understand or because they didn't know or whatever like that. This is how you handle that sort of situation or this is how I handle the situation, you know, mm-hmm. basically like that. So we've had it in that sort of sense which actually helps me out a lot, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like she gave me the uh, kind of like the power and the wherewithal to just use my voice when needed, pick my battles and not let anybody really, no matter what race, color or creed, do certain things or get away with certain shit, you know, and just sort of present myself to where I'm doing the right thing so that you really don't have a reason to have me fucked up or you know, saying certain shit about me that's able to fuck me up career-wise or fuck me up while I'm spending my time here in this workplace, in the workforce, period, you know? Mm-hmm. So we, we kind of had that conversation in regards to that, you know? And I, I had the same conversations with my brother. You know, my brother's very, you know, well-rounded with that. He's always had, you know, experiences and run-ins and dealings with people of all, you know, sorts of races, you know? And he's mm-hmm. still like that to this day. And, and, you know, I've had those conversations mm-hmm. with them. And I think that that really helped me to kind of know how to navigate certain situations. And it, it prepared me to kind of be so start to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, which is some shit that I'm more so learning and realizing now. But, you know, even then there were tools and like things that they gave me to guide me as far as that, you know. Okay. Tell me, though, because that's more like how to deal with white people, you know, or how to deal with people of other races. Mm-hmm. How did they tell you to feel about yourself? How did your mom tell you how to feel about yourself? You know what I'm saying? Did she ever tell you anything about just dealing with being black? Not with just dealing with other people, but just dealing with yourself being black, like being black. Yeah, I mean, she basically, you know, like, we were talking about where, you know, we come from and things like that, you know. And as far as, like, being black, what you mean as far as just, like, in the world and getting, like, looks or dealing with certain I mean, situations in public or... I just think if when I think, when I think about that, I think about it just instilling a sense of pride, you know what I'm saying? And not making sure that you, that you point out that you're not inferior. You know what I'm saying? You're not inferior. You know what I'm saying? Not, and you don't even have to say that you're superior, you know, Mm -hmm. but that you're not inferior, but you know what I'm saying? This is the way that shit is set up. Mm -hmm. And you know, you this is just the way those people think you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying but more just being proud of your of yourself and everything that it encompasses you okay. know what i mean the closest thing i can think of really off top is us having a conversation about uh my great grandmama who is white mm-hmm. and you know her marrying a black man and you know mm-hmm. they kind of referred to him as quote unquote the reason why we black you know what i'm saying and it's basically was saying, like, you know, this is the reason why we black. This is the reason why we are who we are, whatever, and be proud 
of, you know, that and that side and, you know, this is you and who you are and how you became to, how, how you come to be who you are, you know? That's the closest thing that I can really remember off top, mm-hmm. you know, as far as, like, telling us about, like, our heritage and, like, you know, my great-grandfather and everything. But, you know, as far as, like, the be, like... To how to conduct yourself, like, as a black woman. Uh, as a black woman? Uh-huh. I mean, just it's as a lady, about your period. hair. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like it was... We well, really had a hair conversation. Because you know, she, she conducted myself as a lady, period. Yes. A lady, she period. She was but on as, my ass about that. I'm talking about, yeah. like, as a black woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just shit about your hair and, you know, has she ever had, you know what I'm saying, you know, your... your darker skinned you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. has she ever said you know what i'm saying something about that you know what i'm saying people might say she, you know what i'm saying whatever about you because of your skin tone yeah i never had the conversation about skin tone mm-hmm. honestly i mean i mean shit like that she's lighter too right you know what i'm saying so that might have not have been on her oh, radar, yeah. you know? and, and and you know what's so crazy about it the, the whole thing with like knowing that there was like a real difference didn't really come for me until it didn't really become a thing for me until high school when hearing people say it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, before then, I didn't even know that the light skin and dark skin was a thing. Really? It was just we was we was just different complexions, and that's just what it was. Mm-hmm. It never was no thing or anything right. like that until high school came. Mm-hmm. So, we had those conversations then when I brought it to her. But other than that, she just kind of treated it like, okay, it was... Like you, my daughter. You my black. You you my black daughter, and that's just what it was. And I never had any issues. I never felt that way. I never felt like, oh, I wish I was light skinned or right. no wild mm-hmm. ass shit like that mm-hmm. at all. You know, and it never again became a thing until high school. You know, mm-hmm. so like you know, I would ask her like certain things or whatever like that, and you know, she would make a comment then. But other than that, it it wasn't really you know like that until high school. High school, yeah. It, it definitely became a thing. But before then, it just, we was all black, mm. you know? Have you ever, have you ever been dissatisfied with your color? Um, dissatisfied? Yeah, like, um, I mean, when I was younger and I would hear, like, in high school and shit like that, and I would hear shit like, oh, you cute for a dark-skinned girl, or if you was light-skinned, you would be this or that, or you would look better or whatever like that, mm-hmm. I would kind of, like, think on it, like, hmm, like, I wonder, you know what I'm saying, that type of shit, but it was never really a self-hate thing for me mm-hmm. at all, you know? It would kind of make your mind wonder, because sometimes when people introduce certain shit into your atmosphere, mm-hmm. you will kind of wonder about it and think about it, some right. shit that was never even on your mind mm-hmm. until this actually verbally it said to you right yeah so in that regard you know i'm just kind of like yeah you know i wonder like damn is that true you know mm-hmm. that type of thing mm-hmm. but then that it was never a thing like oh my god i hate myself i hate my skin color or anything like that it would just be like a thing like you start to notice certain shit you start to notice sometimes lighter skin people being put on this pedestal or whatever like that you know and for me it didn't cause really a self-hate thing it was just something that i peeped it was something that i noticed right. you know because by that time, it was kind of like, shit, I am who I am at this point, right. you know? It's nothing really to be done about it. You know, I um, I think, I'm not going to say it's a self-hate thing, but you 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 know, I hate being labeled light-skinned. I hate that. Like you hate it? I hate being labeled light-skinned. Okay, I don't I'll know, stop saying it. Then. I don't know. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know if it's like a, I don't know if you 
would qualify that as a, as a self-hate thing, you know what I'm saying? But I don't want to be considered light-skinned, you know? See, with you, though, it's just depending upon who you ask, you know? Yeah, yeah. So somebody lighter than you may call you like caramel or brown skin, but mm-hmm. you know somebody mm-hmm. my complexion may we'll call, call you light skin. skin. Right. It's every, it's always depending upon the person who's taking you in, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, but I when that work almost triggers me when somebody say you light skin, I be like, I'm not light skin. You know Is it saying? because that you look at light skin people a certain way? Mm, I do. Mm. Now what is that? It's like um. It's like, you know, you think you're better than everybody. And, and I've heard that. And, and I, I've heard that from males that were light-skinned and males that were dark-skinned. Like, I've, I've heard that, you know, as far as, like, females or whatever, I've, I've heard that. Mm. Like, they think they better than or they have a stuck-up attitude or a snotty attitude or whatever. I've, I've heard that. And so it's like I don't be wanting to be lumped in with that you yeah. know but we creatures of habit though it's ve- it's really what we been taught has been ha- or experienced mm-hmm. you know what i mean if you come across a person that is of a certain complexion and they kind of turn their nose up at certain shit that you may do or say or believe or you know they may spit certain things out their mouth you may sort of you know get a glimpse of that like damn you know mm-hmm. what you think you better because you lighter like what's yeah. up you know mm-hmm. and it just depends on what your experience is and the people that you've come across how they come off you mm-hmm. know yeah but i i even got a friend i got a friend and she on on more than one occasion talking about somebody she has said black bitch you know what i'm saying and it has sounded derogatory you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like even though she's black she's lighter skin you know what i'm saying yeah and it just came off different yeah it just it was like Whoa, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it just sounded, I don't know, like different than you know what I'm saying, right? Because people, I don't probably, I'm sure I don't said black bitch before that black bitch, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just, I don't know, I don't know if it's my perception or it's hers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know, yeah, and like, it, and, and it's so funny though that you said it though, because like I can get why you say that, but like, like I said, the whole light skin, dark skin thing didn't become a thing. And I didn't realize that it was a thing until, like, high school or whatever. But, like, even, like, my mom, you know what I'm saying? My mom, lighter skin or whatever like that. And they tell me, get your black ass off this phone or bring your black ass in here or uh-huh. get your black ass in this house. Hey, but you don't take it that I way didn't take it. your mama. Yeah, yeah, I never took it as that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But there are people that may have, you mm-hmm. know, depending, it, again, it depends upon your life experience and what you've been through, you well, know? You, but yeah, that's your mama. You would never, you know what I'm saying? Right. You're, you're, have I mean, anybody? Some, but some have, people have tarnished ass relationships with their yeah, mom, though. But you and, don't. So you know right. what I'm saying. But has anybody but else? On your experience. Yeah. Has anybody else, uh, like a friend or something, be like, "Girl, sit your black ass down," and it has has it offended you? Like, and you was like, you was just like, you maybe you didn't say nothing about it. You was like, but I don't like the way that shit came out. Like something, something, something black ass. Any of my friends? Nothing I can think of. No. Maybe because they wouldn't, if they were friends, they wouldn't say that. You right. know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Sometimes but I can that see come myself, off. I can see myself taking it a little different from a light-skinned person. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if somebody is your mm-hmm. color or darker saying that to you, you'd be like, well, motherfucker, you black too. So it's kind of hard to be right, offended. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But technically, if it was a light-skinned person that's lighter, you you could still say, motherfucker, you black. You know what I'm saying? Duh. The race black. You black too, so why would right. I take it like that? You know what I'm saying? Right. But see, the thing is so that... So is it your perception or their perception that's... A, a, a combination of both. Because it's like, all right, I'm saying you're... 
I'm saying your black ass, you know what I'm saying, on some just your black ass knowing that we both black. But Mm -hmm. then you know that people say your black ass in a derogatory sense. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, you dark or this, this, that, whatever. Your your black ass as far as... Black, you you darker bitch. than me, and right. I'm and I'm acknowledging that. Right, you, you dark as hell. You're black ass. You right, know what I'm exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Mm, so I don't know. I guess it's just depending upon again, you know, your experience and mm-hmm. yeah, no, not even the context, the experience. Yeah, the experience, what you've mm-hmm. been through, who who said it, and what, how, how you perceive it, how you take it in. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, but you've never heard any. I mean, but like, had anybody ever said, "Sit your black ass down," or like, have your mom ever talked to you like that at all? Have my mama ass ever said black ass? You kind of like I don't know. It's like no, I'm fucking. <laughs> <with> you. <laughs> and you know, it's weird because my parents are darker than me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which is just weird as fuck. They darker than me, and I got a kid that's lighter than me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I don't know. I don't. I don't. My mama wasn't big on cussing at me like that. Right, right. So, no, I don't think she ever said something, something, something black ass. Right. Um, I remember my grandma saying something, something, something fat ass. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. But, um. You know, grandmas and shit don't be having no filter. <laughs> they, they don't. And, you know, some people be having them grandmas where the grandma is color struck. You know? Oh yeah. The grandma, I, I have, I didn't, I don't think I dealt with that because my grandma, my grandma, my daddy's daddy's side is just the sweetest person ever, and mm-hmm. then my grandma on my mama's side is dark skin. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she is some percentage white, I believe, not a large percent. You know what I'm saying? But she is darker skin. So, I mean, maybe I wouldn't get that from her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I be hearing some people say they grandmas, you know what I'm saying? Because that's that generation that I was telling you about that fucked up. Yeah. Be on that shit. You know what I'm saying? On that color show. I don't, I don't really fuck with this one because this is the dark one. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I've heard that. Yeah. I can definitely believe it. Mm. I can believe it 100%. And, you know, when you get older and you're stuck in your ways and you used to shit being a certain way, mm-hmm. it, it just be hard to break that. Yeah. You know? Be like this is what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it's unfortunate, but you know, again, just like with everything else, you kind of got to take the tools and the things that you've been blessed with and focused on that. You know, mm-hmm. as hard as it may be. You know, every time I think about self hate, you know what I think about? Hmm. It was this. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I get these points and periods where it's I will be looking at one specific artist or you know what I'm saying person or event and I focus on it for a few days, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So at one point this my focus was on Paul Mooney. Okay. And he was talking about uh this one time that Oprah did an interview. I think she said it was with Barbara Walters or I don't think it was Diane Sorry. I think it was Barbara Walters. And Barbara Walters asked her, Have you ever wished that you were white? And Oprah said Mm. She said, yes. And I felt the same thing. Paul Mooney went the fuck off. I said the same thing. He said, he said, bitch, don't you ever fucking say that to no white woman. What the fuck wrong with you? Right. Even if you feel like you ever felt that you wanted to be white. Don't get don't them the satisfaction. Don't say that. Right. Yeah, don't get them the satisfaction ever. Like, I felt like it was just like, yes, I hate myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I've never... 
I don't have no hatred towards white people. You know what I'm saying? But I've never felt like I wanted to be white. Yeah, ever. never. Mm-hmm. Never. Never. Never felt like Good that. Good times, bad times, in between, whatever. Never. Yes. Ne- never in my life. Mm-hmm. Ever. You never. know what I'm saying? Never was like, damn, if only if I was white. You yeah, know what I'm nah. saying? Never felt like that. I'm comfortable in being Your skin. who I am. Yeah. yeah. I love everything about my blackness. Everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Except for my hair. Though. My hair not really black. It's just thin as fuck. <laughs> so it's not the blackness yeah. that I don't like about hair. It's just that it's thin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we all have like ups and downs and shit like that and, and things that we like, damn, you know, it, 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 it could be a little bit easier if it was X, Y, and Z or whatever, but that would never get me to the point to where, all right, let me just be a whole nother race, you know? Like, ever. You know, I have, you know, kinky, coarse-ass hair, but it'd be like, it'd be a lot to deal with and shit, but that's me. That's a part of who I am. That's a part of my makeup, and that's a part of what makes me uniquely me, you know? Mm -hmm. So, it'd never be on no shit like, oh, I would love to trade this for some white coils or some shit like that. No. No. It's never that at all, ever in life, you know? Shit, I actually wish my hair was more blacker. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I wish my hair was thicker. You know what I'm saying? My hair is kind of fine. I'm not going to say it's like white people but it's it's fine you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's, it's not it, it's a a if, if it was on a scale of zero being quote-unquote bad a bad grade of hair and 10 being a good grade because i don't know all the four eight six c i don't know that mm-hmm. terminology i would six be like <laughs> Exactly. I don't know that terminology. Oh, shit. If it was from on that scale from 10 being a great, you know what I'm saying? I would probably say I was like a 6.5. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I want thicker hair. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it ain't yeah. that, I, you know what I'm saying? I wish my hair was blacker, I guess. You know what I'm saying? It's so funny. <laughs> I mean, shit. Be careful what you wish for. It should be a lot no. to deal with, bitch. I told you. I started washing my hair at fucking seven thirty. I didn't finish till twelve thirty, bitch. And I told you <laughs> I would have cut all my shit the fuck out. Okay, <laughs> I would cut all that hair off. <laughs> oh, you know, it'd be a, it'd be a process though. But like when you finally get it to where you want it to get it to, it'd be a wonderful thing, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. the hair shit is a whole another topic. But have you ever felt negatively about your hair? As a kid, or you know what I'm saying? Or... Um, I mean, as a kid, I've had times to where I'd be like, damn, you know, I wish it was, you know, curlier, curlier or down my back or some mm-hmm. shit like that, you know, but that never made me feel like, oh, if I was white, it would be this. No, mm-hmm. I still want to be my same black ass self, but with curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hello. So, but. But it's the, it's a, the feature thing is a big part of the self-hate thing because you think you're just altering little features and then you, you alter this feature and this one this and then you turn into a whole ass white person you know what i'm saying right you know how some people be like i wish my eyes was hazel you know what i'm saying and then they'd be like uh, i wish my nose was a little slimmer or mm-hmm. i wish my lips wasn't so big you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and they start going into that but see let me tell you something though like that then i see that shit uh, as far as feature wise and shit i've never really had an issue with that you know what i'm saying like i just you know, I want to get my body right and get a little flat stomach and shit like that. So that part. So you want I, a white body? <laughs> no, but I've I've always liked my ass. Mm-hmm. I've always liked my ass, and I've always liked my actual skin. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like as far as like that, like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I I like my little smooth skin and shit. So that type of thing, yeah, like that's always been popping for me. So I've never wanted to be white or anything like that. It's strictly based on that, you know, I've just embrace my melanin and just let it be that you know the hair shit you know i, I i've had bouts where i'd be like damn i want the shit to be a little, little straighter a little curlier you know right. i've had that time but but never wished to be white because of that you know right but yeah. you know 
Self-hate, when I think about it, though, um, the first thing that comes to mind for me is doing shit to yourself to alter your appearance and race. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like I was showing you the picture of the Clermont twins from Bad Girls Club. Oh, yeah. Wow. And how different they look. You know? Mm. And I'm not just going to outright openly say that they hate themselves. But they definitely look lighter, for sure. They look lighter. They've altered, you know, their nose, lips, mm-hmm. cheekbones. But and the lips like are that. bigger. And and that's the weird part. So it's kind of like you want a mixture of both or you just want to look like a white black person. Right. Like, because mm-hmm. you're trying to get the, it seems like you're trying to get that white look that they're that when they're trying to achieve the black look. Right. <laughs> and as I'm saying, you you trying to find that happy middle ground, sort of say, but it's still self-hate because you're altering what God already gave you, you know? So you, you, you don't like it, so you yeah. change it. Yeah, so that's, that, that's what I kind of automatically hone in on or what I think of when I think of self-hate, altering your appearance from your natural self, from what you already look like, you know? So, like, doing shit like, okay, you got naturally big-ass titties and they fuck your back up or something like that. Yeah, that's altering, but I don't get self-hate from that. I get, okay, I want my titties to be a little bit smaller so I can stop having these back issues. Right. I can be a little bit manageable. My shit can be a little bit more manageable. Not and nice. I can fit in the fucking t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, that sort of thing. I, I don't really look at that as, like, more so self-hate. Even though some people may, you know, everybody to each his own. But when you start to alter your natural look to where if I post a picture of you from 03 and then post a picture of you from 2020, I don't know who the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You don't, that's what I hone in on when I think of Mm self-hate, you know? Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, we, we talk about like, you know, surgery and everything like that. Even like plastic surgery, I don't hone in on that as self-hate. You know, if you want to tweak a couple of things about yourself or whatever, and you want to, you know, achieve a certain look. And things like that as far as, like, body-wise or, you know, whatever like that. I, I, I'm on the fence about that because when you grow up, it kind of could have been either way. Mm-hmm. You know, if you did this, this, that, and whatever, you could have had a body like that right. already. That's not something that was, that could that's altering your actual natural look of yourself right. as far as, like, skin color, nose shape, lip shape, cheekbones, and things like that. You know, that's just kind of you... Doing the cheat code to getting the body that you want to achieve. <laughs> the cheat code, right. You know? Because if you'd have worked out, you'd have got the same body. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, that's all that is for me as far as self-hate. But, like, you know, any of that face altering and shit like that, I automatically hone in on self-hate because of that just naturally, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the face altering thing. Yeah. And, I mean, shit, the body altering thing, too. But, you know what I'm saying? I, I blame the little... I blame the body altering thing on society a lot. Oh, for sure. For the most part, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they, you know, it's, it's like one thing is in at a time. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right now, quote unquote, it's big booties and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Which is why I had to pull up this post to show you. The no ass challenge that um, one of my friends put. <laughs> oh, it's, my God. So, it's a bunch of bitches dropping pictures with them with no ass. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And I thought that was really cool. You know what I'm saying? Bitches just embracing the fact, okay, here, I ain't got no ass. And 
that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's okay. I don't have no ass like everybody else, but I'm still a badass bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yes, yeah, and for that, for me, it's not really more so self hate with the altering body. It's more of a self conscious thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's, a, it's not like you're looking at Maybe yourself like, damn, I hate my fucking self. My body is fucked up or whatever like that. It's more so like, damn, I'm a pretty girl. I'm a cute girl, but I could Wanna use a little more it. ass. My stomach could be a little flatter. Because I mean, I deal okay, with that. I you know? That. I, I, don't, that. I don't hate myself at all. You know, mm-hmm. I'm happy with who I am, but. Are there things about myself that I would want to tweak or that I feel like could be better? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a thing with everybody, you know, even if it's not just physical. It could be anything. There's always something about yourself that you can improve, you know. So I don't really look at that self-hate, more of a self-conscious type of thing like, okay, this is me. I'm great, but let's see what I can do to be greater, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I um. I think self hate is more subtle than what we think, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I think like you know we don't acknowledge it, but like maybe if you relax your hair, you know what I'm saying? That's a form of self hate. You know? Really? I'm I'm not. I'm just giving examples. You know what I'm saying? Just not for maybe not for the. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you. Relax your hair because you're not, you know, it's just more, my hair is just really unmanageable and it's more manageable for me this way. But some people do it because I work with a bunch of white motherfuckers and they can never see me with kinky hair. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it just depends on like the the person and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And their, you know, dynamic. Like, you know, sometimes they say hair weave is a form of self-hate, you know, and Sometimes I feel like, nah, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I feel like this thing with black hair, everybody want to label it. This is self-hate. It's, it's this, is that. When No, we just don't want to fuck with this hair all day. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and then for me, like with the thing or whatever, with the hair shit and everything, you know, like I said before, my hair is unmanageable as far as in its natural state or whatever like that. And I have been known to wear weaves. But, uh, you know, like you were saying, it is more of a managed thing. Mm-hmm. It's just the same thing as if you go out to eat or you get carry out because you don't feel like cooking. It ain't because you hate cooking. It's just you don't feel like fucking <laughs> cooking that motherfucking day. Hello. Good, that's you don't feel one. like cooking that day. So, yeah, good we're going to go and take the easy route, route today. I'm um, tired. I work the fucking... 11-hour shift. No, I don't feel like slaving in the fucking kitchen today. Let's go get something to eat. You know what I'm saying? It's Mm -hmm. a convenience thing for Mm -hmm. us as far as, like, here. You know, Mm -hmm. it's convenient. You can style it. You can do whatever. And you know know what? It be really black, black, you know what I'm saying? Even though, I, you know, I love Lord Jamar to death. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But he would say that weave is a form of self-hate. And it's, you know what I'm saying? It's not really. I mean... Sometimes it is, and, and again, it depends Sometimes on the person. It is, yeah, it depends on the person. But for the most part, you know what I'm saying, nigga, you don't know how it feels to be a black woman and wake up with this fucking hair every day. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where you know what I'm saying, if you a nigga and you got hair, it's either braided or dreadlocked, and you just get up and go. Right. Or if you a white or, motherfucker, fade. right? Exactly. You gotta do shit. You Brush white it. motherfucker with hair, you can wash that shit and just go. Right. With a black bitch, your hair can't even get wet. Right. You can't even get your hair wet. Right. And then if you if you really trying to stay on top of your shit and on top of your game, you might have to get your hair two, done two or three times in a week. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's expensive, first of all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
And it's not, I don't even think it's about fitting in. You just want to look presentable. You know what I'm saying? Don't and nobody polished. want hair stand, standing on their head every which way, you know? And not all the time. You know, even if you do have times where it's like that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Uh, imagine you as a nigga having a female or a girlfriend that just got up and go like how a nigga would do. Mm-hmm. Any man would just kind of if you woke up every single day like that and put no effort into your shit and be like okay y'all want natural y'all want us in our normal state no weed no nothing we ain't gotta do shit okay let me show up with you on your arm at a black tie event looking like this right like i just rolled out of bed like i just got up right would you be okay with that as right. a man right and i'm on your arm Especially like how niggas want their females to be polished and put together mm-hmm. and trophy wives, quote unquote, nowadays. Right. Are you happy and are you satisfied with that? Me just rolling out of bed, be like, you ain't got to do nothing, baby. You know, you don't all that weave and this, this, that, and whatever. You ain't got to do that shit. You, you, your natural self, your natural self, be natural. Right. Okay. This is how I naturally look when I get up in the fucking morning. <laughs> it, it, uh, and I'm about to throw on a dress with it. All right. And that's, that's cool. it. That's, that's good. <laughs> I'm going to your. Um, you, you say you partner in a fucking high quality, uh, you know, law firm or some wild shit like that. I'm going to a real ass ball or gala or some shit like that. You you cool with that? <laughs> like, what, like really? What? It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. You don't know what you asking for until you get it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times with these men and them wanting to address natural hair and things like that. Like, y- y'all don't really understand the dynamics of the, the shit. The plight, right. Yeah. Y'all yeah. don't understand the dynamics of the so shit. We gonna, we gonna, you know, we're going to toss this little hair thing right on out of here because, n- niggas, y'all don't really have an argument. Y'all don't know what the fuck we go through with this hair because, first of all, I know because every bitch ain't a natural beautician. Right. Right here. I don't know how to do no motherfucking hair. None. Not like none. I can, you know what I'm saying, wash, press a little, press a little. Mm-hmm. If I got a good ass blow dryer comb, I can do okay with it. But besides that, I don't know how to do no fucking hair. You know what I'm saying? None. Like, I can't, I cannot perfect the style. You know what I'm saying? I can put some crisscross braids in my little baby hair. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So imagine how expensive that shit is. You know what I'm saying? Niggas right. haircuts is twenty dollars at the most. Every time I get my hair done, especially after oh, these New Year's, oh the prices done went the fuck up. Okay, come on, talk that to shit him. is like sixty dollars. That ain't even including the deposit that you got to put down to meet up with these Man, bitches. <laughs> that might not show up for your ass. It's or show up late. <laughs> Hello. Talk to them, cause they they don't under, they don't understand the plight yeah. for real. Like I don't I don't know if they just convinced in their mind that we just wake up looking like this, or <laughs> I don't know what it is. But it's like, and then the motherfuckers that be talking like that, bitch, be weaved down, makeup up, right, all types of shit. Like that, that'd be the sick part. Or the same bitches that even if that ain't, or even if you single or whatever like that, the bitches who post you liking or you putting hard eyes under uh, hard eye emojis under their pictures and shit like that. Look like the bitches that you're trying to denounce. You know what I'm saying? You know that them Instagram right. bitches don't wake up looking like that, right? You know that's a process as well. Exactly. So right. it's kind of like, what 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 are we really saying? What do you really want? You want a bitch what to wake up me? and get out of bed and look how they gonna look each day? What all do you want from me? Like what what are you <laughs> what are we really saying here? That's why that we have to throw that hair shit out. Yeah. Because, Just like how niggas wake up or whatever. Of course, it's less effort because niggas have to do less. But a nigga not even Lord Jamar. He be on them Vlad interviews or whatever, you know, tight little lineup or whatever like that, right. dressed or whatever. What you he put, 
Well, whatever. Yeah. But bald hair. Okay, but the same thing. You wake up and you want to get dressed and you want to coordinate your little outfit and whatever the fuck because you know you're going to be on camera. You're not going to roll up and roll out of bed and get on camera like, hey, this is me. This is my natural self. Right. You're going to put some sort of effort into getting ready, right? Right. That's the same thing for us. It's just the process is a little longer and a little different. Right. That's the end of it. Oh, yeah, that pissed you off. No, oh, I'm just saying. I, 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 I feel I just, you, though. Because when you say that, when you say that, yeah, niggas don't know what the fuck we go through with, with that hair shit. You know what I'm saying? For real. I hated myself, nigga. I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying, fit into the standard that you are putting out. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. my, if I came out here with my hair standing, if I just rolled up and came out the way my hair looked, you would be like... Bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? Okay, especially every single day. Imagine if you, and, and niggas love to talk that shit, but again, if I woke up and looked like that every single day, no effort, I just got up, washed my face. All right, ready to start my day. Like, come on now. Y'all right. niggas is not going to be for that, you know? Right, right. So that particular thing, that's not a self-hate thing. That's a, I'm going to put effort into what I look like thing. Okay. I'm going to... Do something that makes me feel good. That makes me feel like um, presentable and polished. And, and and there's nothing wrong with that. Little mini makeovers and little things like that. You know, it's, not, it's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with looking polished and looking as if you gave a fuck today. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. You, you wouldn't want to follow or be around a person or look to anyone, you know, as far as like advice-wise or anything like that that wasn't put together like motherfucker what i'm talking to you for asking you for advice for motherfucker you don't even put any effort into getting up in the morning right. or uh, you know mm-hmm. presenting yourself to the world you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and that's not a self-hate thing that's a i give a fuck about my appearance and how i'm presenting myself to this world right thing you know right so it, it, it's a, it's a line with that self-hate thing that people got to realize that it's, it's two different things G- giving a fuck and self-hate that that's not <laughs> They're not. It's just. It's really just the hair thing. When it comes to that, it's just the hair thing. You know what I'm saying? Because otherwise, I don't think I've. Let me say. My my thing with self hate is. But realistically, though, if you are wearing your hair in a natural state, the shit that it takes to get it to look presentable is probably still not even natural. Yeah, (laughs) a a, a four or five hour process. Who the fuck gonna get up Mm -hmm. and do that every single day? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um. Damn, you know you made me forget what I was talking about. Oh, I'm sorry, boo. Um, just, you know what I'm saying, with the self... Oh, there we go. With the self-hate thing, I think with me, it's, it's mostly trait-based. What people tell, say that we are, that I... You know what I'm saying? Like, being loud or, you know what right. I'm saying, quote-unquote, ghetto. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, shit like that. That's what I have a problem with. You know right. what I'm saying? And it's, I feel like, I feel like it's like getting to a certain point is like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Once you be around these people, they be like, you see how loud they are and rambunctious, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why are they like that? You know what I'm saying? Right. And I feel like they label it loud and rambunctious or whatever, but in we a good thing that's why I said turn flipping the bad shit into good shit. You right. know what I'm saying? You say the nigga is loud and rambunctious when another person say 
no, they're not lying about you. They just doing whatever the fuck they want to do and don't give a fuck about what you're saying about them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which is kind of a good trait. You know what I'm saying? I would like to live my life how I would like to and not give a fuck about what nobody said. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think in that aspect, you kind of got to take the good with the bad, you know, as far as myself personally, I would rather for a motherfucker think that I was loud and rambunctious as opposed to thinking they can get one off on my ass. Right, so right. if he's taking the good with the bad, yeah, give me the loud and ghetto and rambunctious and pop off or whatever the fuck it is that you want to label me as, as opposed to, oh, she, we can say whatever or do whatever to this bitch and she ain't about to do shit or say shit or anything like right, that right. or stand up for herself. So exactly. if it's between mm-hmm. that and that, yeah, give me the loud ghetto black bitch for 200 Alex, please. So fuck it at this point. Right. I feel that. I feel that. If, if it's between one or the other. So you ever denounced chicken or watermelon in front of a, a white person? Hell no. Nah. And, and the thing of it is, and, and y'all can judge me or whatever, I personally don't like watermelon anyway. I, I'm not a fan of watermelon. Yeah, I'm not a fan of watermelon. But especially nah. not, especially not if that shit ain't got no motherfucking seeds okay, in it. Okay, hello. Okay, <laughs> because I'm a new African. I know the shit's supposed to have seeds. Okay, you <laughs> okay all, all, all the time you eating that shit. Yeah. So, but no. Uh, we ordering food or whatever. Jimmy the chicken. Mm-hmm. I, you, you, bitch, you know I love chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every white person that I know loves love chicken. Chicken is fucking delicious. We at work, we, bitch, give me the chicken. I don't care if you white, black, Indian, I don't give a fuck who the hell around who doing the ordering. Bitch, I love chicken. Give me the chicken. Fried. Fried hard. Fried good. And them niggas love fried chicken. Hmm. Mm-hmm. They may not know how to season it, but they right, love chicken. Right. They love chicken, chicken. Hello. Uh-huh. Well, give me that chicken. They, oh, chicken. But I think mm-hmm. I have. I think I have avoided chicken around some mm-hmm. white people. Mm-hmm. I think I have. Nope. Because I'm too picky about the shit that I eat, period. Yeah, you're a picky ass eater. So it's not shit that I'm going to eat. I'm not going to sit up there and say, oh, 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 oh give me the grilled cheese. <laughs> no, no, fuck that. Give me the chicken mm-hmm. <laughs> and fried well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I'm used to work for these I. For these Italians, that's the racist way to say it. <laughs> Italians. I used to work Is it? Mm-hmm. I think so. I used to work for these Italians, and they was real. Like, I don't want. I don't know if I want to say cultural appro- appropriatively. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they was real. Like, it'd be like she'd be like, "What up, baby?" You know what I'm saying? That's how uh-huh. she'd talk to me. I'd be like. Hey, you know what I'm uh-huh. saying? She like, how you be? I be like, uh-huh. what? <laughs> like, why are you talking like that? Why? What the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Oh my god! I don't even want to answer that question because, bitch, I don't talk like that. I don't know what you mean. I don't know nobody that say how you be. How you but be? But I've heard several white people say be saying be like that, like. like <laughs> At the Carlisle, I was just there. The nigga was saying, yeah, you know, people be doing, you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, why are you saying be like that? You know what I'm saying? It was a hard be. It was a hard people be. People be acting like. I'm like, oh, So awkward. It is awkward. But yeah, I've been around, you know what I'm saying, white people and they was trying to, you know what I'm saying, be like, yeah, what's up? You know what I'm saying? I'm like. What's up? What's wrong with you? Like, yeah, like, why are you talking like that? Right. <laughs> what are you doing right now? And it'd be so awkward. And it'd be so funny to just hear 
kind of like white people in their in their uh, you know <laughs> urban form. Yeah. You know, I know but, we ain't really saying urban right now, but like it's 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 so funny because <laughs> that's just how they describe. But you it. change off voice though to talk to white people, don't you? Per in the professional setting, yes. Like if I'm talking to people in a business or anything like that, yes, I've definitely changed my voice to suit them or make them feel like, hey, you know, or just to sound more professional, you know, mm-hmm. even still, even putting the black and white thing aside, if you're using any white people slang, it's going to be like, yeah, we're on the phone with a whole, exactly. I'm on the phone with a whole corporation. We're not yeah, doing exactly. that. You know it's what I'm saying? Thing. It's yeah. a business thing more so than anything. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. You can, right, you, you right, can call right. it, you can call it my white voice, but I just call it, let's be professional. Let's yeah. get the work that we got to do right. done. And then once we get off the phone, we can be and do, you know, whatever. But for that particular time, we're talking in the business setting. And I expect them to do the same thing, no matter mm-hmm. what color. Mm-hmm. So I put all that to the side. We talking business. Let's talk business. Mm-hmm. You're not going into a suit and tie, biz, you know, meeting. Yo, baby. Yo, nigga, what's up? Like, you're just not doing that, you know? Right, exactly. You, you just can. a certain way that you yeah. handle a voice that you handle business in, and it's the way that you yeah. fuck with your friends or your people. Yeah, and people yeah. call it, like, the white people voice and everything like that on some joking, funny, funny, whatever, like that type shit. But, like, it's... No, we talking professional. We talking right. like we are talking about business. Mm-hmm. Let's talk business, you did, know? Did you see Sorry to Bother You? I didn't, no. Okay. Did you see the Jeffrey Epstein shit? We did. I did not watch it. That was your homework. That you got a, you got an F on your test. <laughs> I, failed. I failed the final, bitch. And you know what's so funny, though? I was talking about it with my coworker. Or you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, I'm supposed to watch that. And then... Uh, I had a long ass weekend. I'm sorry. I had a long yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. Weekend, bitch. Two doubles, bitch. But yeah. Um. Damn. I forgot what I was about to say. Um. Because you got an F for your test. (laughs) Um. Yeah. So I fucked up on that. I was supposed to watch it. That was my bad. But fuck it now, bitch. (laughs) Fuck it. No, we could definitely double back and talk about it. We 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 gonna we gonna we gonna do that. We gonna do that for sure. But no, what I was about to say was when you when you was talking about like how they how uh, you know they kind of talk to you in a way that you can uh, quote unquote they think you can yeah. relate like, uh-huh. yo niggas be or, or y'all <laughs> yeah. be or whatever like uh-huh. that i was thinking about a time where i was kind of kicking it with the uh you know white girls or whatever that work at my job or whatever it was a couple of them they had all went out and they came back to the hotel or whatever and you know a couple of them had got rooms and shit and they was out and they started talking about Petey Pablo or whatever. I guess that's the only black song that they know. Mm-mm, not Petey Pablo. What year was this? <laughs> this was this year, bitch. Uh-uh. Bitch, I'm telling you, this was like a couple months ago. Bitch, this was literally this year. And she's like, yeah. Uh, one of the uh, boys or whatever. He not white. He like Chaldean or something like mm-hmm. that. He worked with us too or whatever. Friend. Which is like pretty much mixed. Uh-uh. Chaldean, is like, <laughs> Chaldean is half white, half white. I say they on the cusp. Right. <laughs> He talking about so she's like yeah you know they were uh, we were in the club and everything like that and they start playing that Petey Pablo you know Petey Pablo whatever she looking at me or whatever like you know Pop, Petey Pablo switch your mind your head look like a helicopter I was like <laughs> I was like yeah I, I know Petey Pablo all right yeah. North Carolina From twenty years ago yeah uh, yeah I remember, yeah, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we remember back in way back in the day all right we remember. like yeah yeah that's my song I know that song and I was just was like <laughs> okay oh all right. All right, you know, and and it's and it's nothing wrong with you embracing the culture and everything like that. You know, like I have another coworker or whatever that's white, and when we talk about music and things like that, and you know, we talking about different cultures or whatever, she doesn't seem like she's 
saying it to culturally appropriate or to quote unquote be down or relate yeah. or anything like that. You can tell she just really kind of talking on some. I remember, you know, this, this, that, or whatever from when Tupac said it or Biggie said it or like that. You could tell when it come off natural and organic and like you really being 100 about the things that you've been exposed to as opposed to when you just kind of throw some shit out there. Like, hey, remember that Petey Pablo? Yeah, right, yeah, right, I do too, you right, know. So yeah. that, that that just be the difference with like com- conversing with certain white people as opposed to others, you know. You can so, always tell if it's organic. So are we culturally appropriating when we be like... Hey, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? You know, cause, cause even okay, let's say not in a professional setting. Even if you, uh, you know what I'm saying? If let's say you see a white coworker on the street, you know, a white coworker on the street, you would be like, "What up, bitch? Hey!" You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna, you're not gonna, you like. Hey, girl, how you... You know what I'm saying? You might not even say, girl, you're like, hey, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Is that cultural appropriation? Is that... I'm playing mm-hmm. white devil's advocate. Is that... You know what I'm saying? for? Because we trying to come to the level. Maybe they just call themselves trying to come to our level. You know what I'm saying? I guess it depends on how much sauce you putting on it when you speak to them. If you just say... Yeah, because we don't know. Yeah. How you doing? Exactly. As opposed we'll to... Like, hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey there, girlfriend. How, <laughs> right. How's it hanging? Right. You know, if you like that, you feel like, all right, yeah. bitch, you, you, you throwing a little too much on there. Mm-hmm. And, 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 yeah, now it's kind of a little cultural appropriate mm-hmm. at that point. But if you're just like, hey, you know, how you doing? Or whatever. Like, what's up? You know, how you, you know, yeah. I mean, you just kind of saying it like that. No, it's just kind of like, you my coworker. We ain't really close like that, like that. So I'm not just going to be all... You know, like that with you, you know? Yeah, right, right, right. And I kind of feel like you would be like that with anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially if you know that y'all work together, you know? Yeah. It's like, mm. That goes along with our, um, what we were talking about. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but just with the read the room thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Definitely. Read the room, check mm-hmm. the atmosphere, know who you're dealing with, yep. and know who they are. Yeah. But I definitely hate when a... Sorry, I hate when a white motherfucker come at, come at me talking about, hey, girlfriend, or we be I, like, it's bitch, I don't even talk like that. It's I don't natural. talk like and that. And you know they don't talk like that. Exactly. Like, then you forgetting, nigga, I, I still know you, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just like, you, you laying it on way too thick. Way too thick, mm. you know? You can always tell if it's organic, you know? Mm-hmm. Always, you know? I, I just... And... With like like people and things like that, you you do kind of find yourself not doing certain things that you would do with a black coworker or you know a black homegirl or you know homeboy mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You know, just naturally doing it. Like I don't really say nigga around white people. I don't say nigga. That's going back to that Doja Cat thing. And like yeah, and, no, and, no. and I noticed that some of my black coworkers do will. And I don't like, like that shit. And, and they'll be talking to me. You know what I mean? They'll be talking to me, but it'll be white people around. And they'll be like, and you don't. Like, every time you hear it, you look to the left, look to the right, like, the fuck uh, is you doing? Yeah, and it would be like, don't really. Uh, and, 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 it's an unspoken rule. It's an yeah. unspoken you, rule. You being yourself and you being your authentic self and you talking like how you would normally talk if it was just me and you. But sometimes I just kind of get the mindset like, damn, don't really get too comfortable saying it around them. Because I don't if, want them to get comfortable look, saying it. If you the know? FBI or the CIA is around, you're going to monitor what you say. You know what I'm saying? Not, I mean, I hate to compare white people to the FBI and CIA, but you know what I'm saying? Just period. If you in mixed company, you act accordingly. You know what I'm right. saying? You're not just going, you know what I'm saying? Right. 
you don't just do that. And I don't necessarily call that being, you know, not yourself or being, you know, not genuine or anything like that. I just call that adapting to your surroundings, mm-hmm. adapting to your environment. Co- they call it code switching. Yeah, code switching. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I wanted to talk about that at a point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely. I, I'm. I mean, I've done it. Certain things I've done. Now, as far as me just talking regular or whatever like that, if I use some slang or whatever, that shit just happens naturally, whatever. But I but hate as far as nigga, 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 can't right, you no. see? Like, no, no nigga ever, no nigga. Yeah, I'm not I, doing that. I got two things I want to say. Um, sometimes you'll get on it where you got to be like, you got to pull that black girl out like, okay, girl, because I was about to that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they be like, <laughs> you be like, Okay, don't get too happy with that, bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving you a little peek. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't do too much with that. But I used to work with this lady. This is the second thing. I used to work with this lady. And she was, you know what I'm saying? She was fun as hell. You know what I'm saying? She was crazy as hell. You know what I'm saying? So, um, something happened. She was talking to the boss. Not the big boss, but just somebody that was higher above us. Mm -hmm. He was a white guy. And he had asked her something. And she was like, because I was about to say, nigga, uh oh. I was like, uh oh. And he laughed. He like, ha, ha. no, I'm not one of those. You know what I'm saying? And we was like, and we didn't say it, but I know I was thinking, like, so we are? You know what I'm saying? The way he said, he like, I'm, the, the guy was white or black? He was white. Oh yeah, he was. She was like, I, he has. Oh, but the girl was white. I mean, the, the girl, girl was black. black. Yeah. They said it. Yeah, the girl she was, was black. Like, I was okay. gonna say nigga. You know what I'm saying? And he started. Everybody started laughing, but he started crying like, "Oh, I'm not one of those." And I wasn't gonna say that, but um, yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. you saying you're not one of those, but we are. You know what I'm saying? But. It get sketchy right there, cause yeah, we we are we refer to ourselves as that, but you bet not, nigga. You, I, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear the, you utter the words out your fucking mouth yeah. ever in life. It was just I was just kind of mad at her for saying that in that moment because it's kind of like you put him in this space where he's like, oh, I'm not one of those, or, and making you know and making the whole vibe. he shouldn't have been in this shit at all, making you know the whole saying? vibe uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and then it kind of just gonna push the narrative like, well, y'all say nigga all the time, mm-hmm. and y'all say it around me, yeah. and y'all say it to me, mm-hmm. and y'all done said what's up, my nigga, or y'all done said whatever, whatever to me. So why is it not okay, you know? And the thing is that the whole nigga situation is a it's a complex one, but then again, it's not, mm-hmm. you know. The thing is that when you're black and you're saying it, you understand and you know where it's coming from and you're not going to label another person racist as black and saying nigga. But then if you're saying it as a white person, nigga, I don't know what stance you take right. or I don't know what side you are. Right, you know? right. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, no, you can say it, but we can. And it's a double standard. But sometimes life Ain't fair. Yeah. And sometimes we live on on double standards. Like with the men, they can fuck however many niggas, however many bitches they want to fuck. And it'd be whatever. Females can't necessarily do that. Or... I was having this conversation. You know, females, you know, if you hit a nigga or whatever, or hit a man or whatever, it'd be like, all right. But if you hit that female back, it's looked at as taboo. You know what I'm saying? So it's like sometimes life... Do carry double standards, and it's not really fair, but that's just what, what it is. is. Yeah, you know, I learned a while ago that life ain't fair. Yeah, everybody has double standards that works in their favor. Like mm-hmm. y'all with white privilege, 
Y'all pretty much own and have the world mm-hmm. at the palm of y'all hands. And that shit not fair. I was listening Let us have nigga. <laughs> exactly. I was listening to somebody say it's they they were saying something like I feel freer than a white girl turning twenty one or some shit like that. Or a white girl turning eighteen. Just saying just that freedom. Like you don't have shit to worry about. You ain't gotta worry about nobody killing you, nobody you know what I'm mm. saying? Nothing. I'm grown as hell and I'm white and I have my parents' money and you know what I'm saying? Right. That's what it was. I'm like that's crazy as hell. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I'm saying? As a black person, you always, like, looking over your shoulder. Like, what's right. about to happen? You know what I'm saying? You don't ever know. Mm-hmm. Craziness. Crazy. But, um, yeah. Like, should we cut it? Because, you know, we can keep talking. Oh, we... oh, cut it all the, all the way. No. <laughs> yeah, we can go on and on about this, but, um. Yeah, you know, just, 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 mainly, this is the perspective part about it. When you find yourself looking at somebody else like, yeah, look at them acting all, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just look at that and think about how these seeds got planted in your head that whatever um, behavior that this person is exhibiting is wrong. You know what I'm saying? If it's not affecting you really, you know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. I think we as humans got a big problem with how people perceive us. True. You know? So you will look at another black motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Maybe doing, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, I don't know, something off the wall. You'll be like, nigga, stop doing that. They gonna look at us all like we look like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And for the most part, not, you know what I'm saying? In certain situations, maybe not, but for the most part, Fuck what people think about you. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I that's that's such a big ass hindrance, and I deal with that so much. You know what I'm saying? But fuck what people think about you. Right. Because it don't matter. They gonna think what they think, regardless. You know, regardless. Oh yeah. Sometimes you I can put out yourself. the best image ever, and they still would think shit about you. Yeah. You know. So fuck what they think. Do what you want to do. Do what you feel. You know. Hmm. Definitely. And and shit, for me, I just want to tackle on the grass. The grass ain't always greener on the other side, you know? Right. You know, just kind of delving off into the self-hate thing, you know, for a hot little second. Is the opposite of that white guilt? Hmm. Self-hate is the opposite of self-hate, white guilt? When you say white, white guilt, what you mean? Um, Like, I... Me and my people enslave these people. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And you know how... Oh, yeah. So guilt for like your privilege and guilt for, you know, history and what your your ancestors or what, you know, your family may have done. Yeah. So you yeah. So it's, it interprets into that, that white person that's like super extra down for the cause. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I... Okay, that's cool, but I be thinking like when you get to that and you be like, super down for the black cause, how do you feel about yourself? Right, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, is that self hate? You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, I know it's a balance between you know what I'm saying, being a white person that's sympathetic to black people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Self hate. I know it's a balance, but you know, is that would white people consider that self hate? Right. You know. Yeah, and and, and shit. And we can go on and on about all day about it, but it is it's 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 kind of the it's kind of reminiscent to the feeling that you have with like survivor's remorse. 
You know? Mm-hmm. Like you came yeah. up and you did this and did that and you made it. Or you got past some shit that may have weighed some people down or held some people back. And you kind of just thinking like, damn, you know, I got through it, but this person didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, what can I do? Or what can What should I do to you know, kind of negate the situation or, you know, make it better or whatever, you know? So it's kind of those same feelings that you get. It's similar to that shit as far as survivor remorse and survivor's remorse. And it's just all dependent upon how you go about the situation and how you handle it and what you do to make it better for those who have less or, you know, can right, do less or can't right. do as much as you can do. How are you using your platform or your privilege to make it better for those who aren't necessarily as fortunate, you know? Or how are you treating these people? And how are you treating these people, yeah, on the day-to-day or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So it just all depends on that, really, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. I think we, um, I think we should continue forward, um, you know what I'm saying, with our, with our program but at the same time I think we should definitely revisit this because I feel like it's a lot more stuff that we haven't even touched mm-hmm. about the whole thing you know what I'm saying just you know just I feel like we taught to hate ourselves you know what I'm saying and so getting over that and actually being a functioning person in society and you know what I'm saying fellowshipping with your people is you know what I'm saying? Getting past that in a major way. And it's not acknowledged because I think from day one, we taught to hate black people. Everybody is taught to hate. Not everybody, but yeah, everybody. The curriculum of the world is taught to hate. Not even minorities, but black people mostly. And then it's a line of motherfuckers that come after that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then, it's, then it's black people. Then it's uh Mexicans and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, we definitely, I think we might have to revisit this for sure. Yeah, thank you. I got the hiccups like a motherfucker. I'm trying to add to this shit. <laughs> I got the whole hiccups. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's that wine, y'all. But, <clears throat> Earl. Yeah, yeah, Earl, get you right. Which we gotta, we gonna have a discussion about some motherfuckers that we knew that was talking a lot of shit about Earl Stevens. They don't know no better. They don't know they what don't they know missing. No better. They exactly. don't know. Okay, because shout out to Earl Stevens. He, he he gets me right every time. Every time. Every, every single time. time. I love Earl. Come on, Earl. Mm. Yeah, Earl's been our drink of choice for a little while now, and I fuck with him. Motherfucking Tammy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got the right amount of liquor percentage value. And no, this is not a endorsed or paid advertisement. This is just... <laughs> not yet. All right, not yet, but <laughs> we just fucks with Earl. Right. Earl Stevens. That wine. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah. yeah. It'll hook up short, man. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm good now, but... Okay, good. But yeah, we definitely... I think we should definitely revisit, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to make a start by this, revisit this subject because some shit, you know what I'm saying, you know, an hour or now we done went up to almost two hours of shit. It's just not enough to yeah. talk about some of the shit. Especially you know since saying? it's ongoing and it's still something that we're dealing with today every or that day, you see every day, people yeah. going through today and even with so much exposure and so much of 
things that weren't embraced previously being embraced mm-hmm. now, you still see hints of what can be perceived as self-hate going on, mm-hmm. you know? So, anytime we can touch on that or any light we can bring to that, we always want to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah, because you can't um, you can't change shit if you don't know that it's it's nothing it's, that it's shit to change. You exactly, know what I'm I acknowledge within myself. I know I have some self hate issues. You know what I'm saying? Not, I just have self hate issues just because I feel like what the world has taught me. You know what I'm saying? And actively, I struggle to combat that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying. I recognize it, and I'm trying. You know what I'm saying? But I. I know for sure that certain shit has been instilled in me to not like about myself mm. because I'm black. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it's just something that I have to actively make myself combat every day. Right. And your and your path is going to be different than anybody else's. Some right. people, you know, realize shit at a certain point in life, earlier, later, in between, whatever. You know, your path is your path. And whenever you realize it, whatever. You know, it's better you realize it later on and not realize it ever at, at all. all. Mm-hmm. So... Whatever the case may be, you know, that's just what it is. And the thing is that the more and more sometimes that you hear certain things, you know, be put up on a pedestal and be talked about in a great light, the more it can kind of make you see like, damn, you know, maybe mm-hmm. this and, and being black and me embracing who I am, you know, is what's up. That right. is something that I should be trying to do and trying to focus more on. So. Yeah, you always want to put that energy out. Yeah. Always, 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 always. Be proud and be, you know, 100% just grateful and, and proud of where you come from. Because yeah. that helped build and shape who you are today. Yes. Because for those of y'all who don't know, being black is awesome. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. It's so much flavor and so, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just awesome. I know y'all seen that bitch on, uh, what was that shit? It was Dr. Phil, the little black bitch that hated herself. She was like, I'm white. My dad's white. I'm white. And you know what I'm saying? Mm. They said it ended up being the host because Bobby said she ended up seeing that bitch at her job. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. But, um, yeah. Promote. Self-love, you know what I'm saying? Just self-love, period. It don't even got to be related to your race. Just self-love, period. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what we what we got going next? Um, shit, let's get into the black business real quick. Oh, okay. Um, so this week's black business is... A family member of mine. Hey. Yes. yes. A family member of mine. Um, she does not have a separate page just for her business. So I'm not gonna, you know what I'm saying, mention the act the actual page. Well, there's no page to mention. But <laughs> but my uh a a cousin of mine has, you know, the um those nice new shades that they have. Okay, All come on, shades. Yes, glasses. I almost want to buy a pair of glasses from her a week because she always getting new styles and they be cute as hell. You know what I'm saying? It's the summertime. Summer just got here. You know, shade season is in. You know what I'm saying? Yep. When we coming off quarantine, you want to get cute, get bad, yes. bitch. Let's go. Yes. Okay. You want to look your best stepping out the house at all times. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I got these glasses from her and I just think they are so cute. I posted pictures, of course, yeah, on our Dale Dom podcast page, D-L-D-O-M-M-E podcast. Hello. 
um, posted pictures there. And, you know what I'm saying, they just some really cute glasses. And, you know what I'm saying, she had a large variety of glasses that I was able to, um, you know what I'm saying, I was able to choose from to to see what I felt accentuated my face. Yeah. You know? Because I can't, I noticed that I can't wear a lot of big ass glasses, uh, like the big, big glasses, because I got a big ass face. So <laughs> everything just looked big. You know what I'm saying? Everything big. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but I did get, I found a pair of glasses that suited me. And, you know what I'm saying? They, they're not even, she ain't trying to break your ass. You know what I'm saying? She almost just trying to get your ass right for the summer. Okay. So, like I said, I don't have an Instagram for her right now, but. DM me if you are interested. The glasses, well, one of the styles of glasses, one or two of styles of the glasses are on the page, um, the um, Instagram page. If you like them and you want to, you know what I'm saying, get some, she does deliver. Um, let me know and I will give you her information. Um, affordable and cute. Yes, okay. I love it. I love it. And then I'll be posting them, of course. We'll be posting them on the Delicate Dominance Twitter page as well. So definitely you can hit us up via DM on there too if you are interested in some cute fashionable items, accessories, or anything like that for the summer to get you right, get you cute to come off this quarantine and look mm-hmm. at sexy and fly. Yes. So, okay, because sure. okay, everybody's ready to socialize. Everybody ready, and they slowly but for surely opening up the country so we can get back to some sort of halfway Normal. bit of normalcy, mm-hmm. yes. So definitely hit us up if you are interested, and we will have the pictures up. If you like what you see, hit us up, and we will give you her info so that you can copy your parodies, fine-ass, sexy-ass accessories from Miss... Miss Glasses. Miss Glasses. <laughs> gave me no name yet y'all i'm sorry this is brand new but her ass been selling the fuck out uh, so. but shit support black businesses that's yes. what type of time exactly. we own we, you can be a new black business old black, black business okay. unestablished black business yeah. supporting every motherfucking body any and everybody and if you got any black business you can always hit us up on the delicate dominance at gmail.com exactly you better do it while it's still free uh-huh official it. podcast page yeah because <laughs> we're gonna start texting in a minute exactly <laughs> So, yes, please, if you have a black business, please let us know so we can promote you. Um, mm-hmm. As of right now, free of charge, we just want to promote our black people. Yep, for sure. Period. Definitely. All that. Fist in the air. Let's go. Black businesses. Yes, ma'am. Yep. Shout out to her, though. So, you got a, a good, strong-ass word for us? Come on, strong word. Yeah. Uh, moving into the wish someone would have told me, and... Just for me personally, and this is just, you know, what I've been going through and seeing, especially nowadays and, you know, being in, you know, the work environment that I'm in now with everything going on as far as us black people protesting and everything like that. I wish someone would have told me that in life, things that you go through, you know, they are lessons, they are blessings, but when you're navigating through life and you're combating certain shit is not going to be as bad as you may perceive it to be mm-hmm. you know we yeah. think a lot and, yeah. and me i know myself personally i know you're this way as well mm-hmm. we are overthinkers we are overachievers we do things and we consider the bad and what can go wrong and what will go wrong and you know whatever whatever mm-hmm. but in the grand scheme of things things are nowhere near as bad as what they may seem mm-hmm. you know yeah and to take life and pick it apart and just do it as you go. 
You know, take shit in sections. If that's what you need to do in order to succeed, that's fine. If you want to take shit head on and you think you can handle it, that's fine. If you, you know, don't want to deal with the shit right now and you want to put it on the back burner and deal with it later, that's fine. Right. However you navigate and you go through life and you handle things, that's 100% fine. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't ever want to let any outside influences in a negative way affect how we move and how we handle things throughout our lives. Right. And I think that's just a lot of the time what we need to take into consideration and what we need to remember as we're growing up. You know, we're going through growing pains, you know. Mm-hmm. We're going to go through shit and we're going to grow through shit. Okay. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that even if something bad happens, a catastrophe or whatever like that, it was meant to happen. That was the divine yeah. plan. Right. So when that happens, you take it and you take whatever the fuck it is and you accept it for what the fuck it is. You don't have to sit up there and... Oh, if I would have did this this way, it would have came out this way. If I would have said this or did, no. Whatever happened, happened. And it happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. So when that occurs, you just have to accept it and just don't think too hard on it. Move on to the next thing. Get the it's lesson a, out of it. And get the lesson out of it. It's a thousand other things that you need to tackle that's maybe bigger, better, greater than what the fuck has went on in your past or what the fuck you've dealt with that you felt like was hard. Mm-hmm. That you need to, you know... Focus your energy on. So don't sit there and dwell on the past too hard. Accept your path and your journey for what it is. And just be great. And be great with the person that you are. And don't take life too fucking serious. You know, Mm -hmm. there are serious times and there are serious things. But if you take yourself too serious, you're not taking time to enjoy the moment or enjoy the lesson. Mm -hmm. Or enjoy what this particular situation has to offer you. Right. And don't beat yourself up too much about things that you may have done that you may perceive as wrong or a quote unquote mistake. We're not built to be perfect. We're built to live this life and learn lessons and take those lessons to be better. Yes. You know? Yes. So wish someone would have told me, you know, and that's something that I'm still learning Mm -hmm. and that it took me a while to learn because, you know, I was one of those people that took things and, you know, sometimes still can take things a little more serious than what they are and beat mm-hmm. themselves up too much sometimes. But once I stop doing that and dissect things and reflect, shit just not that bad. Right. And the yeah. thing is that shit can be way worse. Yeah. If we took all of our problems and threw them bitches into a pile, trust me, compared to some other motherfuckers, you'll be begging to get your problems back. Right. You know? Right. Yes. So right about that. Definitely... Don't take yourself too serious. Take things as a lesson and a blessing. And do things at your own time. Mm. So, wish someone would have told me. Okay. I like that. I really do. Thank you, thank you. It applies to today, right now. For yeah. sure. Yeah, those your cat. You got plenty of time to make up. Exactly. <laughs> and I like the wish someone would have told me is with the ones that you're still dealing with, you know? Right. It's yeah. always that. And, and you'll never perfect yourself is always going to be a chance to get better improve throughout yeah. life always if you think you didn't reach that peak it's always going to be shit that you can learn or yeah. improve so don't ever don't think, think that. that you can't improve that's fucked up that's yeah and it's never ever going to be that right okay yes i really did love love that yeah. okay love the young word but we gotta go ahead and skate um 
please hit up hit us up on all social media platforms. Um, Dale Don Podcast, D E L D O M M E Podcast, um, on Instagram and Delicate Dominance at Gmail dot com. And then Dale Don Pod on Twitter, the official Delicate Dominance Podcast is the Twitter handle. Please hit us up and contact us. Yep. Till next time. Thank we you. out. Bye. Bye.